and welcome to the Fed 10 podcast. Simon here, um, along with Fraser. Hi, Fraser. How are you? Hello. Afternoon. All good, thanks. Are you well? I am indeed. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, been been quite a, a decent sort of uh, couple of weeks, two, three weeks since we, we last recorded. Um, Gillingham, Accrington and Sheffield Wednesday in the league. Stevenage in the Papa John's trophy that we don't talk about um, was a defeat. But the, the, the three league games were really good. Mickey Lewis Memorial game and the women beat in Swindon 5-0 in the cup. Yeah, so, well, I mean, that's, oh, that, that, that's really the headline, isn't it, the it, last one? It, well, it is. It's <laughs> the thing I've written down at the top of the things to talk about. So, yeah. So, I well, let, let's start there. Screw the men's team, I don't care. With that <laughs> with that result, that's, that's unbelievable. Um, I wasn't at it, no, but I know you were. I did. I, I went. It's the first time I've I've been able to get to uh, any of the women's games this season. Um, and yeah, well, well worth the trip. Um, it, uh, you know, a reflection on on Oxford United against Swindon. Basically, we we looked like we knew what we were doing. They didn't. It's as simple as that. We we looked like a a very uh, well drilled. Makes it sound like they're 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 you know there's no creativity. And that's completely wrong. We we play. I think throughout the club in a quite a similar way, you know, we like that possession at the back. We've got players, players at the back who can pick a pass um, and we've got ability up front. And we looked like we were, we had a, you know, a game plan and it worked. Swindon looked like everything they did was pretty much sort of off the cuff and just sort of like, Oh, I've got the ball. I'll run with it. And nobody was making any movement or anything like that. And they, we, we did look, you know, a level or two above them. Um, their goalkeeper who, I was very impressed. The, the Swindon keeper, that is, kept them in the game, really, kept it sort of respectable. If 5 nils respectable, it, it could have quite easily been double figures yeah. without her. So, um, yeah, think, no, very impressive. I think I'm right in thinking that is um, Sophie Baker the first Oxford player to get a hat-trick against Swindon? Ooh, um, because a, I'm sure right. if I'm well, well, I, I'm counting senior teams, <laughs> senior teams. Um, yes, so not yeah, not not the not under the, under. Yeah. I never get. The, I never remember this. Is it under twenty ones, under twenty? There's an under everything, isn't there? There is. Yeah, academy. <laughs> yeah, the academy. Yeah, that's a good umbrella term. Yeah, but the um, I'm sure when we played that lot, uh, the first season in League One. Um, when the the Maguire game at home, where mm. he scored a penalty and then he got the rebound off of, uh, yeah. I'm sure there was a a moment where, I think Marvin Johnson should have squared to Maguire who was open, mm. and it would have given him the first hat trick against Swindon, like for an wow. Oxford player, and I'm sure we haven't scored one since then. No, um, no, no. so I think that's the first senior player to. I mean, that's medal status. That's, oh, crikey! Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. freedom of the city status. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we? Sense. Does anyone know the Lord Mayor of Oxford? Can we? You know, get well, that he going. Was, he was the fourth. Talking of other things to talk about, he was the fourth official at Mickey Lewis's memorial game, which happened oh, right. in the afternoon. You know, obviously the women's game kicked off at midday. Mickey Lewis is at three, and I'm I'm sure yeah. it was the Lord Mayor of London, of London, Lord Mayor, of London, <laughs> Lord Mayor of Oxford, who was, I think, the fourth official. So if, um, yeah. if he if he can give out uh, freedom of the city status, I mean, yeah. I'd like to hear a better case than Sophie Baker. Absolutely. I think, you know, would that give her sort of permission to drive sort of sheep across Maudlin Bridge or something like yeah, that? It's yeah. usually that kind of thing. Yeah, she can um, um, go and like in there's like modern uh, changes so you can like drive up High Street in the middle of the day and the right. cameras won't get you and all that. Fair enough. Well, yeah. That, yeah, that's got to be worth it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. If if you that needs to happen. If Sophie Baker listens to this and you now do that, if you get a fine, um, <laughs> our our address is Tut Manor Podcast. Um, <laughs> the North. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean that. I mean, what a what a what a score that is. That's unbelievable. Mm. I mean, that's a that is a battering. And you say, yeah. but for their keeper, it could have been a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. She, I I would say at least three or four very very good chances. That, you know, she pulled off saves for that were you know, yeah, could have without her or without her being very good in goal, they would have gone in. You know, it wasn't open goals exactly, but no, she was she was the only Swindon player that impressed me. Our, our lot, you know, all across the pitch, we uh, go on, mate. Sorry. And was there any kind of uh, animosity? No, no, it, it was, um, yeah, it was I, I, obviously a, a different sort of atmosphere for it. Um, there were one or two Swindon fans there, obviously, I, I would imagine sort of family or, or people that go and watch the women's game, the women's team regularly. Um, yeah, no segregation. Um, obviously, there'll be some people who go, well, it's not a proper derby game, but yeah, hey, you know, it's, it's, it was on the pitch. Well, it's an Oxford team. It's, it's an Oxford team playing a Swindon team. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you need to yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so, no, you know, that, that puts them through to the, the next round of the cup. Um, yeah, doing very well in the league as well. Um, so, all in all, for, for the women's team, a, a good start to the season as well. And didn't um, Lauren Haynes play in both games on the same day? She, she did. First, first player to have played for Oxford United and Oxford City on the same day um so she yeah she obviously played for the women Oxford united women's team in the, in the lunchtime kickoff and then played for the sort of a legends oxford city legends team um uh, in the first half against the the 2010 team or a, a team of, sort of uh, players from that sort of era that obviously mickey had, had coached uh, oxford and then second half of, the, of that mickey lewis mora game was an Oxford United legends team um, of players that he played with um, sort of more sort of a nineties era um, players um, against the current Oxford university team, which Mickey coached is amazing. And, and the, uh, the sort of um, the team that, that cheered them on to the pitch was the, I think it's the Stonesfield strikers who Mickey coached as well. I think it, it just, it, we talked about him a lot, obviously, you know, when he sadly passed away, but it just shows, goes to show, you know, he he was so involved in football throughout the county, you know, at, at elite level with us, an elite-ish level with Oxford City, you know, an elite university, but also a kids team. And it was, you know, it, it just shows his love for the game. And somebody who came on and played the last 10 minutes for the university team was his lad, who has got a sweet left foot. Absolutely. You know, obviously... They they manufactured it a little bit, you know, um, no offsides for him, but but it wasn't like they just let him go through. He he's he he looks like he's a decent little player, um, and and I think he scored a hat trick and got the match ball, um, which you know was was something special for him um, and for everyone, you know. Yeah, and, and grown men going, I've got something in my eye, you know, when that yeah, came on, and, course, yeah, yeah, no, it's a bit bit of dust there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know. yeah, we might as well get into that game now. I mean, it's mm. it's um, I, I couldn't make it, but the, the all the 
<clears throat> stuff I've seen about it since, and the, I mean, we've talked about this a lot about about Mickey since his his sad passing in March, but um, you really get the impression and the feeling of 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 just how many people's lives he impacted, and mm. um, you know, I mean the 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 outpouring of of messages um, on on Sunday on social media and people who are at the game and players involved. Um, you know, this was a, an incredibly special guy to a lot of people, um, and and uh, yeah, it's it's great they were able to do that 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 game, and I think it was in support of his family, wasn't it? Am I right in thinking? It, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any money that that can be raised to help his family, you know, um, he's great. And I know, I think it's still on there. I'm not sure, but certainly the last time I bought tickets on our website uh, for any Oxford United game, there is an option to to add. To, to a fund to for Mickey's family. So, uh, you know, when you buy a ticket, you can add a little bit to it um, if you want to. So, yeah, it, it'll, it'll help. And it, and it was great to see, um, you know, I mean, Chris Wilder there and um, a lot of the old kind of faces from mm. that era. Um, and it's it's weird. I, I, I still, I saw the interviews of Wilder after the game and to me, he's still... Um, our former manager, as in he's still just our former manager. Yeah. It was only when <laughs> I showed it to someone else and um, they were like, oh, yeah, that's quite a big name, isn't it? And I suddenly thought, mm. yeah, it is. He was, God, yeah, he's yeah. literally, he's not long out of managing a Premier League club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. He's not He's not that guy to me. <laughs> mm. No, um, I, th- I think um, we sometimes for either make players or managers that have been with us more important than they are in, in the, in the football sphere, if you know, you know, well, you mean you never heard of so-and-so we place for us. No, never. Heard of. But equally some of our players that have gone on to much bigger things, we perhaps don't realize quite how far they've gone in the game and we perhaps underplay it, you know, because equally, you know, that they're just like you say, he's a former manager of Oxford, but he's now also, you know, somebody who, who does a lot of media, he's been a Premier League manager, you know, and you would imagine at some point he's going to be back in the game at a decent-sized club. Maybe not quite Premier League, possibly, but but certainly any championship club, you would imagine he's going to be there or thereabouts for a, for a job. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's probably enough for Chris Wilder now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, it was it was good to, but not just Chris, but you know, um, Dennis Smith coming back, and yeah. and you know, Malcolm Crosby, and and players that that clearly have a, had a real affection for Mickey um, to come and play. You know, I, I see on social media one or two of the players that perhaps hadn't played much before, and I think are now definitely going to hang up their boots. You know, we we, we yeah. saw a, a, a lot of them. A, a, a few years back, come back for um, Les Robinson's testimonial. You know, mm. that, a lot of the same players, obviously, you know, played at the same time, um, and, and you know, they're, they're three or four years older than they were then. Having said that, I thought Les looked as fit as a fiddle and was was certainly yeah. playing as he used to play. Same as Andy Wing, you know, a little bit younger, but he was he was doing Andy Wing style things through the game, um, which yeah. was good to see. Um, yeah, but no, all, all in all, a great day. Hopefully, they've raised a, a decent amount of money, and we'll continue to, you know, to to do that as well. So, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, no, a, a, a nice day, an emotional day, but a fun day. You know, a lot of lot of smiles, a lot of, lot of good memories to take away. Hopefully, yeah. for for the family and and, and friends. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so, on to the men's team. Yeah. Uh, so I think the last time we spoke, we 
we're just about to play uh, Gillingham and Accrington. That's right, yes. Yes. And you I didn't know this until you told me before we started recording that I got a prediction correct. You did, which... both of them. Both the <laughs> Gillingham you, you predicted a draw for Gillingham and a win against Accrington. I went for a win against both. Um having said, you know, the, the Gillingham game for anyone who was there was probably a better performance. We absolutely battered them. Um it was it was fantastic. And uh, it's, it's funny, you sort of listen back to, to the things we were talking about leading up to that game. And we talked about how Matt Taylor just hadn't touched the ball in the opponent's box for two and a half, three games or whatever it was at the time. You know, he, he was he looked not out of sorts. It was just he wasn't getting the, the service. And then against Gillingham, he scores in the first five minutes. And all of a sudden, we're, we look so much better. You know, he... he he looked brighter. We were finding him with passes. Everybody was moving, you know, and it, it was a it was a shame we didn't win, obviously. But it it was a performance that kind of then led into the Accrington game, where we perhaps didn't play quite as well, but we we were clinical. And then away at Sheffield Wednesday, where again we talked about that Sheffield Wednesday game, where perhaps it would help, you know, the, the it was in, in reference to the away form not being as good or anywhere near as good as the home form. And we go up there to a big club who had a bit more of the ball than us. We played a little bit on the break, but also, you know, imposed ourselves on them. But to get a win up there, you know, that's two wins and a draw from those three games since the last pod. And and and, and it's it's it hasn't turned, you know, completely around. But based on the on the previous games, it really it's it's we're now looking so much better. Yeah, and I mean that. I know we'll talk about this more, but that um, Henry winner against Wednesday, the I mean, if Ronaldo scored that, you know, <laughs> yeah. you'd never stop hearing. Well, there'd be th- three hundred and fifty-one thousand angles of it, mm. and you'd you'd never stop hearing about it. But um, yeah, and it, I I've seen the uh, you know the the clips from the stands of it going in, and yeah, it just felt it just I was at, all I could think was I mean it sounds selfish I was absolutely gutted that I wasn't there and because uh, it had it had very sort of strong Charlton energy, um, yes. you know yeah. last minute winner and I mean there's nothing better than a last minute winner is there it's yeah. uh, best, especially when you're away although Wednesday did have that screamer of a chance after the winner didn't they I um, think it might have been after yeah with, kind um, of Barry Bannon is in the midfielder who I yeah. I thought he was he. he probably was their best player and yeah hit an absolute screamer that I was right in sort of in line with behind that curved and dipped a little bit and, and Jack Stevens just got a fingertip to it and tipped it onto the bar but yeah, yeah it was a just you know a great game yeah and um yeah it just it, it's one of those result you know one of those games that I'm sure all who were there you say yourself will uh talk about and that's your right <laughs> talk about <laughs> but you should bore people to death with it because <laughs> yeah, that's I what I did there. with Charlton yeah <laughs> Um, absolutely, I very, I, and I very nearly wasn't. You know, obviously, yeah. it was it was the middle of the 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 fuel crisis, um, which seemed to be patchy around oxygen. I know a lot of people didn't have any issues. I I'd been um, so the, the previous Saturday, Gillingham, I put about twenty quid's worth in. This is this is we're getting onto fuel chat now, rather than football. <laughs> but I I kind of put a little bit in, knowing I'd need to get the game on Tuesday and, and other bits, and thought it'll all be over. It'll you know they've settled down by Saturday, and I can get my, my petrol to go to Sheffield Wednesday. And then it just got worse and worse. Couldn't find petrol absolutely anywhere, and I was kind of 
airing on, do I go, do I not? It's going to be a faff. I haven't got fuel. I'll have to go on the train. And in the end, I'd already bought the ticket. So it was like, actually, I'm not going to waste having bought the ticket. I will go up on the train. So, I, yeah, it was kind of a, a sat, early Saturday morning decision to go. I'm so glad I did go. You know, it was it, to see a, a fantastic performance. We we sort of a, damned with faint praise, perhaps. But Sheffield Wednesday fans after they'd settled down and gone, why are we losing at Tin Pot Clubs in this Tin Pot division? And, in, and getting a lot of people going, well, you deserve to be in this division. That's where you are. It, it turned a little bit and a few of them were saying, actually, we should be playing like you. You know, it, it wasn't time wasting. We managed the game well. Um, it's something that teams have done to us for years and years. And we, we were perhaps a little bit too nice and we, we get on with it. And we like to play. So, we you know, we get the ball back in play quickly. But I think we did it. We did, you know, it wasn't ridiculous. We weren't kicking the ball away, but we we managed the time that we needed to take throw-ins, to take free kicks, to take goal kicks. It was just, we were very professional with it. Um, but we played the better football, I think, still. And you're right, that winner, the quickness of thought from James, you know, he's got his back to goal, it bounces. It's it's just a, a fantastic touch to, to score. It's, it's, it's that speed of thought. To, and, and being able to execute it is, yeah, it, it's why he's the GOAT, isn't he? And it, well, it, it's interesting, it reminds me, um, the whole thing of, of Wednesday fans being a bit um, kind of feeling like they should be higher than, than they actually are at the moment. Um, I mean, we, we had this when we went to the conference, didn't we? You know, we yeah. we kind of went down and behaved like um, we, we, we had a, a given right to win that division, um, and and for a while in the first season it looked like we were going to and then you know the 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 confidence overconfidence gets the better of you and it and it all kind of falls away and you know we know what happened next it kind of took mentioning this man again Wilder's getting too much <laughs> attention on on this today but kind of took him coming in and 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 saying you know with the greatest of respect I I, I couldn't I couldn't care less about what your history is mm. um, you're in the conference for a reason and you either yeah. want to get out or not. Um, you know, we can talk to a blue in the face about the League Cup and the 80s and that sort of thing. But as it stands, you're a non-league club. Do you want to address that or should we bang on about our history a bit more? Mm. Um, and, and, and that's that's what every club that this happens to. They go through the same process. Sunderland, it looks like they may finally be addressing it this season. Mm. Um, you know, Portsmouth, when they first went down to, to League Two... Um, every club does the same thing. They, they, you know, Ipswich Town last year. They all have these moments where they think, well, we'll bounce straight back up. Whereas all of us who are, are kind of League One stalwarts uh, mm. have different ideas, and we kind of think, well, well, we know how this division works. And um, so, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's not taking anything away from Oxford's win. You know, Sheffield Wednesday are a very decent side, and mm. that's a, that's a hell of a win. Um, and you know, hopefully breeds the confidence. I know we had the Stevenage game after that where we lost and I think it was quite a rare thing. Even Carl came out and said he was he was embarrassed, was it? He used yeah, the word. Yeah, I think he, yeah. Um so, you know, that's I don't know that that'll be much in the players' minds because uh, I know, I know they wouldn't ever say this, but are they that bothered about that tournament? I don't know. Um but, no, but, I think, I think it, it, we've always said, you know, winning, you, you want to win every game because it's good habits to get into. You know, you, sure, you, you yeah. in games out and if you do that, you get into good habits and it takes it into the league sort of performance as well. Having said that, I'm I'm not a fan, uh, we've talked about it, we won't talk about it now, but I'm not a fan of the, of the Football League trophy, you know, and the B teams and everything like that. 
and it, it's funny we've got a lot of fans who, who think the same way as that you know uh, sooner we're out the better and then when we play badly it's kind of like right you know oh crisis we played poorly and that's fair enough you know you can have both you can be you can want to not be in it and, and but also want us to play well because you, you want our players to play well um but you're right i think it's it could it could be a distraction if you know if if we're if we are serious about going up you know going deep into that competition it can be a distraction um and, and maybe it's something that we don't need um, right now. We we need to build on this start that we've had, where we are just about, you know, we're we're a point outside the playoffs and and looking like we're we're hitting a, hitting a little bit of form. And and let's concentrate on the league, you know. Yeah. And what's on that Stevenage game? Someone's going to ask you later in the pod, but we we might as well go for it now. What's your uh, what's your view on Dan Adji? Mm. I mean, I ask that because it's it's a he seems to get talked about a lot lately um, about you know whether he's right for us or not or it's he's going to deliver the goods um, mm. and um you know I know that because he obviously he was the scorer in that game wasn't he but yes yeah. um, but there seems to be a very a... strong side you know you look mm. at it and you perhaps argue you know obviously Jack Stevens in goal instead of Eastwood. Um, then you might say, okay, Herbie Kane in for one of the midfield positions possibly, and and maybe not starting Cooper or Aji. But that's, you know, that's seven of the first. You'd argue seven of the team are are pretty much first team choices. Um, and you're right, it, it's a frustrating one. I don't, I've never met him. I don't know what he's like as a person. I've, you, you know, you hear him on the on the radio, and he sounds, and and, and I've heard people say. He's a really nice bloke. He's genuinely nice fella, um, and he's clearly got physical attributes and ability at football. You know, he he, he came to us from Burnley, didn't he? So you don't go to, you know, that would have been Premier. I mean, still Premier League, but at the time I think it was Premier League, and he's clearly got ability. He's clearly got. We've seen him from some of the goals he scored, some some of the runs he makes. But football, you need so much more than that to be successful at football, and it it, it just. He, has he got that nastiness or that absolute, you know, killer instinct to 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 be a player that he could be with the physical attributes that he's got and the, and the football inability that he's got? You know, he's when I say football inability, taking away the the kind of the the mental side, if you want to call it that. You know, he's got pace, he's got ability, he's got a great left foot, and and you want him to succeed because he's a, he, he seems to be a, a lovely fellow, but. He also, yeah. there are times when you think, oh, it's frustrating to watch because he could be better than he's being. Yeah. And you know, it's weird. You talk about um, him coming from Burnley and, and well, so basically a, a, a pretty big club and hmm. going through their system. You, I kind of, <clears throat> I always think this as well. I, I look at players like, do you remember when we had Isaac Buckley Ricketts? Yeah. And he was. And Ashley Smith Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double barrel from Man City, yeah. Yeah, and I think it was Ashley Smith Brown was subbed on and subbed off in the same game because mm. he was that poor. And you kind of look at it and think, I know everyone can have the odd poor game, but how have you gone through Man City's system? Yeah. And I mean, you think, well, there must be a lot of ability in there. There just must mm. be, surely. Um, I, think, to... I think that the issue with, <coughs> with 
with players like that is they've not been able to play against Akin Femmer every week. You know, and that mm. would that would fix yeah. it. That would fix the problem, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Satire, uh, yeah, satire. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, it's odd, isn't it? It, it? I don't know. I, I'm not in football. I don't like I say. I don't see him train every day. I don't see any of the players train every day. You, you, you. We're making this assumption from outside, but. It, yeah, there's, I think it just goes to prove that it's not all about your ability as a as a pure, purely from footballing terms. It's it, there's so yeah. much more to to being successful, yeah, or make, or or getting on and, and and playing at the at the absolute highest level. Um, yeah, well, absolutely. And then, but then you know you've got the ones like Cameron Brannigan who've gone through a system and and they're clearly yeah. the, the product of 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 that system because mm. they're kind of quality players at, at this level. And yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't I mean, you know, everyone's different, aren't they? I guess, but mm. um, yeah, I mean, the, you know, going back to the first question, the thing with Adji, it's, it's, because like you say every so often he, he just hits an absolute screamer and you yeah. think, well, well, there's ability in there, but it just feels like we're still kind of waiting for him to explode. Mm. Um, and it, it's just maybe not quite getting there yet. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's not, you know, we, we could go back through every every season and every team for well for forever and point out the players like Dan who who have clearly got great ability and and don't make the most of it. You know, yeah. it's, it's not it's not him. You know, not sorry. You know, it's not purely him that we're having to go at. It, it's just that's how football is, isn't it? You know, we can we can look at players who clearly had you know ability over the years and, and haven't made the most of it and it might be you know i think it, that might be a lead into you know something in january he might go out on loan he might go somewhere else and he might thrive somewhere else and, and mm. you know i'd love him to thrive here because you know if he thrives yeah. here it benefits everybody and that's great and it, yeah. but it might just be that it, it, it you know that's how football is and and you know he needs to move on to 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 benefit him as well would you remember um was it Dan Crowley from Arsenal yeah. was yeah. supposed to be this unbelievable he was going to the new Jack Wilshire, wasn't he? That was yeah, yeah. Supposed supposed to be this complete world beater and 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 it just you know, I think he's actually in he's at Cheltenham now or he's 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 at our level. Mm. Um but he um yeah, he's not really kind of reached the world class ability that he was he was kind of tipped for and no. um you wonder. I'd love to know who are the players that are tipped for kind of <laughs> greatness and then do achieve it. You know, yeah. um, there's always that clip goes around, isn't there, of uh, uh, Harry Redknapp as the West Ham manager bringing Frank Lampard into the fold, and the accusation is he's your nephew. That's why he's mm. here. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, turn, turned out he wasn't too bad. He, he was yeah, <laughs> quite decent. Um, yeah. yeah, it often happens, and, and you know you. You look at um, who's the lad we had from Liverpool um, who damaged his foot last couple of seasons back. Oh, um, Ben Ben Woodburn. Woodburn, yeah. yeah. You know he he was one like Cameron Brannigan was at Liverpool. You know they they were expecting great things from him. Um, and for Ben Woodburn, it's not really happened either. You know yeah. another one who's got clearly got ability. Um, I think he's now at. I saw him playing the other day, and I think he's at Hearts or Hibs. I watched the, the Edinburgh Derby a couple of weeks ago, and he was playing for one of those teams. Um, not sure which now, can't remember. Um, so he, again, you know, no disrespect to you know Scottish Premier League. It's it's not 
that, you know, it's probably no. a similar level to us, really. Yeah, uh, it's about uh, a one, isn't it? It is, and, it, and it's, you know, he's, he's he's one that's not fulfilled. Again, but then I suppose you look at someone like Phil Foden, who was also heavily sort of tipped to be, you know, something special, and he, he has developed into something special. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's not just the environment, because, you know, lots of players have come through at Man City and, and yeah. haven't, uh, who... who would clearly be talented footballers and it, they've not made it you know yeah. it, it doesn't it just shows how much of it is is down to other there's, other factors <clears throat> there's something that often goes around twitter i think it was, i think it was uh, the daily mail sports editor did an england team prediction uh, like the the world class England team yeah. of the future, yeah. I think it was in the early noughties, and he named people like Jonathan Woodgate, uh, David yeah. Bentley, who mm. these would be England's you know stalwarts and stars. And I've said two fairly middle of the road ones there. There were a lot in there that was like, God, did he tip him? And, then, <laughs> yeah. and um, it's funny how quickly things like that change. And um, mm. do you remember the guy we had from? Was he from Wolves? And he was like, he was once supposed to be worth a hundred million. Know, what was he win, called again? Winner. It was a yeah. winner, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> there we go. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But do you remember what I'm talking about? He was like, it was like, yeah, he was, he's worth a hundred million, or he could be yeah. in some calculation. And it was, um, I think he came from Wolves. Uh, it's, uh, I've, uh, it's Zeli Ishmael, who again was was expected to be, you know, amazing and wasn't. Um, yeah. So yeah. Just yeah. It's funny how those things work, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I've taken us on a massive tangent <laughs> That's there. All right. What were That's we talking right. about? <laughs> we were talking about... Well, it, it means we didn't have, have to really talk about a defeat to Stevenage. In the <laughs> yeah, that's good. So, that's what so, I did, yeah. That's, yeah, that's uh, I've skirted around that nicely. Yeah. Um, so what have we got coming up? <laughs> so coming, coming up in the near future on Saturday is, is the visit of Plymouth. Ah. I don't think anyone would have put them top after, you know, Towards the by the middle of October, um, lost the first game of the season and then unbeaten since then. Twenty three points. Um, yeah, a very very sort of uh, not not the team you would expect, but they they're going great guns. Yeah, absolutely, and they're they're kind of a team we always we always follow each other, don't we? We're always mm. kind of in the similar place, or we're only apart for maybe one division and then we're together again, or. Um, uh, they they seem to kind of mirror us quite a lot, or we mm. mirror no they mirror us they mirror us, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah they've got that um, is it Ryan Hardy up front um, I think he's got uh, he's their top scorer I looked this up earlier mm. I think it was Ryan Hardy yeah. uh, seems to be their top scorer I didn't really know that name to be honest I wasn't uh, sure who that was but. He's gonna. If you listen to this, I I highly doubt you listen to an Oxford United <laughs> podcast. But um, you know, I'm not I'm not having a go at you there that I hadn't heard of you. you don't now score a hat trick or something, <laughs> and then you know yeah. But um, yeah yeah, he seems to kind of be doing the business for them, and mm. um, yeah, they they always they always kind of bring something about them, don't they? They're never kind of an easy opponent. No um, no. Um, Before yeah. anyone points out, I know we did them five nil about five years ago. <laughs> but <laughs> apart from that, <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, and they and I think they've sold out the away end, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. a club that's always really well well supported. You yeah, know, a lot of it will be their exiles playing uh, fans from you know, they're everywhere. Yeah, um, supporting. And I I remember being at Haddenham Station um, for an away game somewhere and. There, there were some Plymouth fans 
on the platform there. This was like about half past nine in the morning, and they were going to a game somewhere as well, and they were changing changing trains there. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're a, they're a well supported club, and obviously yeah. they're doing well. So they, it's you know it's going to be a yeah. be a good game. Hopefully, if, you know, a decent atmosphere. Um, if you if it's weird as well with saying how well supported they are. If you look at Plymouth on a map, it makes it even more oh. mad. It's like yeah. it's it's just. You know, if you, if you drive there, I've driven there from Oxfordshire a few times, mm. and you get to Exeter and you think, oh, I'm almost there now, I'm pretty much yeah. there. And it's like, yeah. Plymouth, 23 miles. Oh, come on! Yeah. <laughs> Where it's is that, this place? <laughs> it's like getting, sort of driving to Carlisle and getting past sort of, yeah. you know, north of Preston and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Carlisle, 98. Yeah. And then... Oh, and then you get to Plymouth and you find out there's a whole other county after that called Cornwall yeah. or something. <laughs> You yeah. think, God, how much of England is there? <laughs> yeah. that, um, that's, it's a trip I've, I've made a, a lot down to Cornwall. As, you know, we used to go to Cornwall on family holidays, and that we used to get up at silly o'clock in the morning and drive, you know, drive down yeah. to uh, to Cornwall, right down to the sort of Mullion and Elizabeth. That area was where we spent a lot of family holidays. Yeah. So it is, it's a hell of a long way. It is. Uh, it's a lovely uh, part of the world. Respect, it is. Yeah. 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 And um, they've now completed that that um, the old stand redevelopment. Um, oh, okay, right. Which yeah. you can see from the left-hand side, you know, in the away end, you've got like that three quarters of the of the uh, of the ground is a kind of wrap round bowl kind yeah. of stadium. Um, you know, it's fair enough. It's not nothing spectacular, but they they have got corners um, in theirs. Um, and then they've redeveloped the old the old stand, which I think was listed. So they've had to kind of build around it, and, and it's been fairly complex, I think. Um, but that I think is now complete. So uh, yeah, it's it will be, you know, it's, and it's always a, a tough place to go to, um, and it, you know, not just the journey, but it's you know they've always been well, pretty well supported, you know, um, club, and, and yeah, it's going to be a it'll be a tough one. Uh, but it might in the same way that Sheffield Wednesday away suited us to an extent that you know it wasn't on us to to boss the game and be in control and, and playing against the pack defence. You, know, you would expect Plymouth to come at us. They're they're going to attack. You know, they'll they'll want to win. They'll 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 be expecting to win the game. Absolutely, and um, I'm hope I'm hoping it's going to be the first game I'm going to get to. Um, right. I've, I've done a I've done a I've had to do a bloody COVID test today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but um, yeah, I'm uh, I, if I can get there, mind you, I haven't been and we started quite well, so <laughs> I don't know what that means, but. Um, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and I mean, if um, if we can if we can start well, we seem to every year Oxford do this. We seem to suit the teams that play like that. Mm. Uh, we seem to do pretty well against them, and um, yeah, a little part of me thinks, how long can Plymouth stay up there? <laughs> we can find them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so that, that that sounds like a prediction. So what yeah, are we, what are we saying? I, I think we're going to beat them. Right. <clears throat> I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna. Win. I, I don't know the score. I will take a random guess at two 0 but I think we can win that. I'm I'm a little less optimistic. Um, <laughs> just I'm just gonna err on the side of caution and, and and say a scoring draw. So I'm gonna go for a two two. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then we hit Shrewsbury on Tuesday night and Burton on Saturday. We we kind of then hit a little run. I think certainly through October and November, a lot of home Tuesday night matches. So. Yeah. You know, they they could have fallen a lot worse for us. Um, I know it's not always easy to get there after work, but it's a hell of a lot easier to get to the home games after work on a Tuesday than heading, you know, to uh, to sort of like Shrewsbury or wherever it might be 
who've who've got to come to us. So, um, yeah, Shrewsbury on Tuesday, again, is you would expect us to beat them. They're, 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 you know, they are struggling. They're in the, in the bottom four. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to go for a three nil on that one. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say a win on that as well. Two wins. And then we, and then the following Saturday we go to Burton, um, who are, you know, um, a tough opposition, you know, they, they, they always do better than you expect them to. Um, and, and certainly since Hasselbank's come in, um, they've, they've been playing, you know, pretty well. They've, um, they were, I think after he came in, we beat them, didn't we last season? He came yeah. in and, and after he came in, they were, they were on, you know, the best form of any club in the division, I think, since, yeah. you know, from the point he took over, um, They've not quite hit those heights yet, but but that'll be a, a tough game, especially at their place. Um, yeah, it's always a bit of a tough one to go to, isn't it, Burton? Mm. Um, I'd probably say a draw there. Yeah. So I'm going yeah, seven I'll, points from I'll, the next I'll match you. I'll match you. I think we'll, a, a, a draw on Saturday, a win against Shrewsbury, and a draw against Burton. But you know, fingers yeah. crossed it will be better than that. And then, of course, after... I think on Sunday is the is the draw for the FA Cup FA Cup first round. So, yes. You know, obviously there's there's still a, a little bit of um, you know games to play on Saturday or over this weekend before we we know exactly who's in the draw. Um, but uh, that could be yeah we we could again it, it in the same way that we've got a division with with teams you know spanning from the likes of of sort of Morecambe and Cambridge to. To Sheffield Wednesday and and Charlton and you know big clubs and Chef and Sunderland and, and the likes you know we, we could end up with a with a, a, a draw against one of those or a draw against a, a non-league club where you've got to actually work out where it is because it's not a name you've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. But that that first round I think is always something special. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, yeah, it is, and it, you know compared to last year when we couldn't go, um, mm. great to sort of get back and see a cup game, and you know maybe we'll. Uh, Get uh, an unlikely uh, uh, encounter with our friends down the A four twenty, which would be yes. nice. Yeah, um, yeah. We we played them before in the first round of an FA Cup, haven't we? I'm sure it was th- the first round. Yeah, I think that was uh, that was at the Kassam, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The Jefferson Louis celebration yeah. afterwards, and uh, yeah, yeah. He played I... on on in Mickey Lewis's testimonial uh, memorial game, rather. Uh, oh, Jefferson Louis. Yeah, is he Jefferson? He's been in about thirty clubs or something. He has, or? he has. Yeah. He's still playing. Fair play to him. He's still Bloody playing. Hell, um, that's amazing, isn't it? You you wonder whether he's now just going to keep playing so that he can rack up a few more clubs and be yeah, you know, some sort of Guinness World Record. Uh, the um, thing is, if he can get to a record, you know, there's a, there's a book deal in there somewhere. So yeah, he's thinking yeah. about post football. Fair play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, right, and. Uh, yeah, it'd be um, come to think of it, I think that Swindon game was the second round because I think we drew Arsenal after it, and they would have come uh, in the third right. round. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, it would um, be. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, play them in the first preliminary round. If we beat them, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, 
any other business, I suppose. Is, uh, I've I not had anyone so. else come up to me and say, oh, you're that bloke off the podcast. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was... <laughs> but yeah. we'll, we'll, tr- we'll try and be a bit more frequent than we have been, um, even if it's only every couple of weeks. But we'll, we'll, get, some, we'll get some content out there. And if you're yeah. enjoying the content, um, obviously retweet and, and, and share and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, uh, and also, yeah, anything you want us to talk about, let us know as well. Um, but, um, and uh, I know you thought we'd forgotten, but hi, Tim. Oh, crikey! <laughs> I, I had. I'm really. Oh my god! My memory is shocking. Sorry, sorry, Tim, and hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm really yeah. down. So, Tim, uh, I remembered. I remembered. I'm out of uh, out of practice. <laughs> so uh, yes. Yeah. And hi no, to everyone I, who listens. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think Tim was, was away on holiday, wasn't he, at the weekend? I saw him in yeah. Tweet and they were they and and somebody did ask whether he'd drawn any any um, ox badges in the sand. So, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe needs a bit of work, if you don't mind me saying, Tim. You know, just 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 saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, please please like and retweet if you uh, yes if you like the podcast and uh, yeah yeah do all that stuff. Um, so until next time um, take care of each other and yourselves and um, yeah see you uh, you soon take care bye bye